It's the Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. Let the kids figure it out. And when they've got that level of autonomy, when we take the pressure off, they tend to do better because they know that it's on them. And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson, the author of a bunch of books about how to make your family happier. I'm sitting here um, in, a, in like an Airbnb on the coast trying to work out if this, this feels so strange. It's not our studio, Kylie. It does feel a bit echoey. It feels a bit everything <laughs> not quite right, but we're going to get through this podcast. In fact, I'm really excited for today's topic. A couple of, um, couple of weeks ago, I had somebody say to me, you know, the whole uh, parental guidance channel nine, talking about parenting styles. And somebody said, well, what sort of parenting style are you? Oh, I was running a, uh, a webinar about parenting styles. And I said, well, I don't normally get involved in what I'm doing. What I'm doing is highlighting to you what the research seems to show. I was talking about how you can be authoritative, which means that you've got um, high levels of demandingness and high levels of responsiveness. Or you can be authoritarian, where you're very demanding, but not quite as responsive. Or you can be uh, permissive, laissez-faire, where you're sort of pretty responsive to the kids, but not particularly demanding. And um, then I started to talk about this thing called autonomy-supportive parenting, which is where rather than making demands of your children and being responsive when they need you, which is what Diana Borman's thing is all about, autonomy-supportive parenting is about being involved with your kids and helping them to work out how to structure their lives effectively. It's a totally different approach. And it's all about giving them a voice, giving them the choice in their lives to figure things out. And the person was really intrigued by that. And we had a great chat about it. But Kylie, the reason we're talking about this today is because I stumbled upon an article about how Dutch parents... Dutch parents help their kids to be super self-reliant. In fact, the article, which we'll post in the uh, in the show notes, the article is from Your Modern Family, and it's called How Dutch Parents Make Their Children Self-Reliant. And I realised as I read the article, we're Dutch. We're Dutch? We're Dutch. And we didn't even know it. You're a Dutch mum, I'm a Dutch dad, at least according to the article. We're, we're, we're Effectively, Dutch parenting seems to be autonomy-supportive parenting. And I'm not surprised when we look at the way uh, Americans, people in the UK, Australians, Kiwis, the way we raise our kids, there's a fairly high level of intensity around it. And you and I often clash uh, in terms of our values and the way we raise our kids with what the mainstream uh, parenting approach is, which is authoritarian authoritative, that's where most people sit. And I realised we've just been brought it up in the wrong country. I'm glad I wasn't born in Dutch. What what country is Dutch? Is, is Dutch... Is, Holland? Is, oh, it's Holland. <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't born in Holland because I don't speak the language. You'd have a really hard time getting around, wouldn't you? But I but I parent Dutch. <laughs> we, we parent Dutch. Who knew that? Uh, well, how do you know that we parent Dutch? Well, well based on this article, um, there's, there's three or four things that they've highlighted that Dutch parents do that make um, make their kids self-reliant. Well, they speak Dutch first. Yeah, I'm not convinced that speaking Dutch makes your kids self-reliant, but <laughs> but maybe. Uh, the first one is that they have fewer rules. Aha. Uh-huh. So, so literally, how many rules do we have for our kids? If you were to list them, do we have any rules for our children where we could write out these other rules? No. Oh, come but, on. We, we, we have some rules. We have values. Well, we have that. We've that got, guide... We, the kids don't swear, at least we hope they don't, not at home. The kids don't use coarse language. That's a rule. We don't use coarse language. We don't call names. We treat each other kindly. They're rules. But, like, do, do the kids have a bedtime? 
Well, if you ask them, they'll tell you no. <laughs> okay. All right. So are we just permissive? Are the Dutch just permissive? Maybe we're not Dutch at all. No, seriously. So here's, here's what the article says. Dutch parents don't have many rules. Most things are negotiable and discussion is not considered a bad thing. I mean, isn't that what we do? In that's our fam- exactly what we do. And that's why I'm saying. There's no hard, fast, this is the way it's going to be. Yeah. Why? Even, even with bedtime. Rules. Because mm. some nights we need to kind of be a little bit more flexible. Yeah. Whether it be we've been out or the kids have got extra homework they need to work through. So the few rules that they do make are sacred. And with those rules, Dutch parents are very consequent. The rest of the family life is designed with the input of all family members, no matter how young children are. I just, like, we, we have a phrase that we use, I use it all the time, maybe me more than anyone else, but this phrase that I use is, this is not a decision, this is a discussion. So it'll be, we're thinking about doing X on the weekend, or we were looking at doing this for dinner tonight. It's, it's not a decision, it's a discussion, which I know really bothers you, because sometimes you just want a decision, and sometimes you just want the kids to do as they're told, but... We tend to have discussions, not decisions. Like there's no unilateral decision-making. It's not like you're the mum, I'm the dad, therefore that's what it's going to be. Yeah? Yeah, totally. Okay, here's the second one. Tell me what you think about this one. Giving children a voice, giving children input on their life is an important and sometimes criticised Dutch parenting principle. Young children are given choices between two kinds of vegetables. Slightly older kids can choose what's for dinner once a week. And when they get older, they get to choose their own sports and hobbies and friends And that way, if they decide that they're going to quit music or quit sport or whatever, it's actually on them and they live with the consequences of that. And even though the parents might not like it and might know better, they let the kids have a voice and have choice. I just thought, we're Dutch. One of the things I love specifically about that approach is just the way we're able to build strong, nurturing relationships with our children because they don't feel like we're dictating what has to happen in their lives. They actually feel like they have a say and they get to have some autonomy and control over what's happening. Yeah. And, and I want to be really clear here, our style and the Dutch style, we're Dutch. It's, it's actually just on a, it's autonomy supportive parenting. And I think this is why they're so, so level. They're so balanced, right? I mean, people in that part of the world, whether they're Scandinavian or um, Finnish or Dutch or whatever, people in that I guess I'm going to say loosely, I'm not great at geography, but I'm going to say loosely Northern European uh, area. There seems to be a real balance to the way that they live, the way that they govern themselves and that kind of thing. And and I get the sense that what we're really talking about is this. They're not leaving the kids to just figure it out for themselves. What they're saying is let's explore, let's explain some guidelines and now let's empower you to come up with some ideas. It's the three E's. We're Dutch. Well, after the break, we're going to talk about the two other things that Dutch parents do and some of the disadvantages of Dutch parenting. It's the Happy Families Podcast. For a happier family, try a Happy Families membership because a happy family doesn't just happen. Details at happyfamilies.com.au. It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now. Dutch parents, they don't put any pressure on their kids. Hmm. No pressure. That means that things often don't happen in a timely fashion. Uh, Things like uh, kids get to explore their own passions. Uh, There's no pressure around school, not making them do homework. They just get to figure it out for themselves. Don't have to go straight to university if you want to go and do a trade or do a community college course or uh, something at TAFE, that kind of thing. I mean, this is... This is sort of sounding like the things that I've been bleating on about for years, right? Let the kids figure it out. And when they've got that level of autonomy, when we take the pressure off, they tend to do better because they know that it's on them. One of the things that we've experienced time and time again is that by giving our children a voice and allowing them to have an opinion. (laughs) They get noisy. (laughs) 
they get noisy. But sometimes things don't happen in as timely a fashion as we would like. And sometimes things don't happen. Like really, we want our children to do something and they decide that they don't want to. And sometimes we just say, well, we don't really have any rules around this. And so sometimes that slows things right down because then we have to have a discussion. <laughs> it, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean that we're going to necessarily get our way, but we're going to get curious, not furious. We're going to explore why. Well, that was what I was about to say. It, doesn't, it also doesn't mean that there needs to be contention in mm. the home as mm. a result of that. Our children have a different opinion. They have a different perspective. They're seeing things so differently to us that if we're able to take a step back and instead of getting furious – take the time to be curious about why they feel the way they do. Often, our kids have actually talked us around. Yeah, yeah. So I I think this comes back to that principle that I talk about from time to time that I got from Stephen Covey, that fast is slow and slow is fast. Mm. So when you're pushing and pushing and pushing, you can get the result fast, but you have to keep on going over and over and the kids start to rebel or the relationship suffers. There's not as much warmth and engagement in that relationship. It's just harder to get the relationship working. So fast ends up being slow. Whereas slow, doing it the Dutch way, doing the autonomy supportive way, you might have to explore a lot and spend a lot of time explaining. And then you empower. And sometimes the kids actually will choose, literally choose not to go down the safe, healthy, wise path that you're encouraging them to. Sometimes you might end up doing the kitchen yourself because they've decided not to participate in in family life. And that will lead to other conversations and other considerations, but it is hard work. The kids have got big opinions and sometimes you just have to go over it again and again and again. Sometimes it really is slow. Even as you're talking, I'm thinking about all of the times that we've had to have the conversation for the umpteenth time. Mm. But what I love about it, again, in spite of the fact that it takes time, is the way I'm watching our children's minds develop, their ability to articulate an opinion and to be able to back it up with with data, with their own data, their own life data to say why this is a good option mm. and and that they have the confidence to share their opinions. Even if they do it somewhat clumsily sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now these, we are th- these are life skills that they're going to need outside of the house and we're better to learn and practice than at home in a safe environment. Yeah, yeah. So Dutch parenting, also known as autonomy supportive parenting, the reason we're talking about this is to highlight, this is kind of how we do it. And it's obviously how they do it in the Netherlands. So I'd never make any money over there. Like <laughs> I, I couldn't have a career as a parenting expert over in uh, Holland because they, they're already doing it. But, but more than anything, what I want to highlight is uh, that, that it is hard and challenging, especially in a culture that doesn't necessarily embrace it. But there's loads of evidence behind it. It seems to be one of the most powerful ways that we can do it. And the critical thing here is it teaches kids to be self-reliant. They learn to not rely on you or me and our opinions of them. They learn to figure things out for themselves because of those careful conversations that we're having as we create the right structure and stay involved. I might have a few extra grey hairs, (laughs) but... (laughs) Might feel a little, look a little tired. (laughs) But I just can see light at the end of the tunnel as our children start to build in confidence and their capacity for life. Yeah, they kind of just figure it out. We really hope that this has been a helpful conversation about autonomy supportive parenting, otherwise known, at least in this particular article, as Dutch Parenting. We'll link to it in the show notes. Thank you so much to Justin Rowan from Bridge Media. He's our producer and Craig Bruce, our executive producer, for making the podcast sound as good as it possibly can while we continue to deal with the stress, hassle and drama of trying to move our family. It feels like this has been 
been going on for a long time, Kylie. We uh, really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for giving your time this morning or today, whatever you're doing your thing, to check in and get some ideas about making your family happier. If you'd like more info, you can find it at happyfamilies.com.au. Thank you.